Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melissa Yelenich. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I am so excited to have all you guys listening tonight, all of you joining in the future. Um, it's been an amazingly beautiful, beautiful weekend in uh, in Ontario this weekend. Um, this show is being uh, live right now on May 23rd. So for any of you uh, who are listening to this in the future, you'll know that this was a great weekend. It was a beautiful weekend, and I'm really grateful um, for the weather. It's one of those things that, for me, um, being in like super warm weather, getting to wear like all my summer dresses and my super sweet high heel sandals, I just feel so freaking happy like 90% of the time that it's like, it's like fun. And and there's something for me about summer that um, a lot of times when I was younger, uh, it would make me feel super unsexy because I was judging the crap out of myself uh, in a way that wasn't actually judging me as sexy. And, um, and, and uh, I'm getting over that just uh, in the last 32 minutes. I got over that. And I'm now, I'm now choosing to actually like enjoy my body. And, and so today I was gardening, um, in a dress that I've actually worn to like events like, business meetings, like, you know, classes. <laughs> so I was gardening in essentially like um, like a fancy dress today, and I had so much fun doing it. And I think that, you know, so many times we think you're going out in the garden, you got to put on your grubbies. And my body was so freaking happy wearing a fancy dress and gardening at the same time that it was like, it was scrumptious. It was just really fun. So for for you know uh it's really funny to me that a lot of people you know would choose to not feel uh necessarily like sexy all the time because uh you know like they think they don't have to or they can't or something like that um so i'm just wondering if you'd be willing to choose it whenever and however it works for you so i know that there are a lot of you out there who would love to just, you know, either be gardening in your finest, cleaning your house in your finest. And to me, sometimes that's totally naked. That's my finest. And, you know, you could be in construction, but you might actually choose to wear like some super fucking sexy underwear while you're doing carpentry because you want to, because it's fun. So... I dare you to wear your sexies like all the time. Cause what if they're like your little secret for you that you 
you know, can walk around, whether you're wearing like the super sexy underwear or whether you're wearing a, like your super fine dress and gardening, what if all those things are just like a contribution um, to your body? So we're talking about bodies on this show, right? And one of my greatest loves in this life, uh, next to my daughter <laughs> is and myself, is bodies and all bodies. Like, I have a thing for bodies. I enjoy looking at them, touching them, you know, all the senses. I'm all about that. Um, I actually, about a year and a half ago, had thought, how fun would it be to gift sessions called, you know, and I had a name for it. I think it was like, uh, I can't remember, but it had the word sense in it. Oh, it was, they were called sensual, sensual sessions. So I own that for anybody who is trying to take that right now, but there are sense you all sessions. And if you read it, it says sensual. And it's all about having your body caressed and touched and smelled. And like, basically, it's like a big freaking turn on festival. And that is, that would be like such a delicious, fun thing to, to offer people. Now, I haven't had actually anybody go, hey, I'll have one of those. So if anybody actually does listen to this show and go, hey, I want one of those uh, sense session things that you do, I dare you. I actually dare any one of you to contact me and say, I want one of those. Um, and if you actually show up to wherever I work, I will do one of those sessions for you. I dare you. So uh, on that note, uh, my love of bodies. <laughs> and my love of bodies leads me to so many things. So one of the things that led me to in my life was learning different kinds of energy work. One of the types of energy work that I learned about over 20 years ago was Reiki. Um, and, you know, Reiki was great fun and, and still it's part of my life. It's not like something you just like, oh, I don't do that anymore. Your body just does it. Your body bees energy. It, it gifts energy. Um, the other thing that I uh, work with, too, is another kind of energy work called the access bars. And access bars is one body process in a whole spectrum of body processes from access consciousness. So in access consciousness, there are over 60 body processes. One of them happens to be the access bars, which is a dynamic set of tools that can literally change your life, literally changed my life. I had an issue for most of my life, had been going to every therapist under the sun gestalt. I did like drama therapy, dance therapy, hypnotherapy, um, regular psychology, psychotherapy. Like I did everything to try and like solve this thing that was going on for me. Um, and everything kind of got me a little step closer. I even did box flower remedies and homeopathic remedies. I think I, and I did some other uh, stuff too that was a little out there. Uh, so I did a bunch of stuff. Nothing, nothing really dynamically changed it until I had a tool from access consciousness that literally changed everything for me. So I love, I love that body of work and I offer classes in it. I offer personal sessions in it. And along with that one body process, there are also 60 more body processes. And recently there's a great big change in access consciousness. So now, um, I actually get to say that I will be an access facelift facilitator as well. Um, not everybody is going to be choosing that. So that's something that I, I love doing as well. And facelifts for me are, the energy facelifts are so fun. They're like melting, having the body literally like melt under my hands and like mold like clay. Uh, and it's just so gosh darn fun. Like I just, 
love it. And I love running it on my own body. I love running it on, I recently was running it on my cat because her body was like doing some old thing and, and now she's all chipper like a cutie. Um, so I think it's really, uh, really fun that now, um, you know, I'm going to be, you know, choosing that again because it's kind of like an option. You can choose it or not choose it. I'm choosing it. Um, I love facilitating those classes and I will be having some coming up, uh, this summer because for me, the summertime and facelifts, doing it on the porch, doing it in my backfield with 45 acres of beautiful nature surrounding me is such a gift. Um, and how much fun would you guys have coming out for a day of facelift? So when I have some dates on that, you guys know it. Um, I will be talking about it. I will be promoting it and having fun with it. And, oh, it would be so fun to have a field full of people running body processes. That would be, ah, my freaking joy and my land would love it. And we'd all love you to come and bless us. So, um I'm just so excited. <laughs> so, um, and, and what else do I do? So many things. So the other thing that I do is actually I work with bodies in a very dynamic way with type of somatic body work called the mitzvah technique, which is not done by a lot of people on the planet. I think there are officially under 20 practitioners in the world, and I happen to be one of them. Um, and it is work that is incredibly dynamic about getting people, um, whether you've had injuries or not, um, it's it's incredibly subtle work uh, and incredibly potent. Um, so for some people who are expecting like big movement and having your back crunched and like having a lot of pressure, that's not really what I do. Um, it's incredibly gentle, very subtle, and very dynamic. And uh, it actually eases your body out in such a, a deep way that a lot of people don't even notice what's going on. Um, and sometimes they forgot they actually had pain until you go, hey, how was your blah, blah, blah? And they're like, I had a blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, you did. That's why you came to me. Oh, right. Um, and they just, you know, forget, So, which is really cool. I love that. So um, those are three things I'm going to mention today that I do. But trust me, I have a whole freaking spectrum of things I love to offer the world. And I recently added something really fun. I joined a 30-day video challenge on YouTube. Uh, not on YouTube, on Facebook, actually. But my stuff is on YouTube as well. And I have a crazy love of puppets. <laughs> so I have a show for consciousness called Puppets for Consciousness on YouTube under my name, Melitza Jelinek. You can check them out. I've got about 10 videos on there right now or so or more, um, uploading some. And uh, they're just crazy freaking puppet shows. They're all under 10 minutes, most of them under 5 minutes. On there, click them, like them, love them, share them. How fun would it be to have conscious puppets go viral? I would love that. <laughs> and... Uh, what else? I think that's what I'll mention for today because, you know, I can always give you guys more. And please check out my website at www.milicajelenic.com. So that's melitajelenic.com. So now that I've, like, you know, chatted your ears off about me and how excited I am about life, I also really am, like, so excited to play with this topic of do you practice being sexy? We practice so many things in life. I've been watching this series of shows on YouTube. Um, they're actually from NBC or NBS or something like that or CBS. Or, I don't know. Um, Steve Harvey has a show called uh, Little Big Shots. And on this show, there are these like beautiful, you know, 
beings and little bodies. And these are all like kids under 12, 14 years old who are absolutely freaking talent and a magic at what they do. And my daughter and I, she was like, how do they do that? I was like, well, practice. And I kept on realizing, I kept on telling her that my point of view is you got to practice it. Um, and I wonder, like, is it true? Do you actually have to practice something? So maybe sometimes that's true. And I also wonder how much of it can we just ask to keep tapping into? Um, say if you are a violinist and, you know, you're having a concert or something, like what if you can play the violin, but what if you can bump it up by actually asking the energies of all the violinists to join you? So if you're wondering more about that kind of uh, idea, you can check out the book called Magic You Are It Be It, which is by uh, Gary Douglas, and I believe there are contributions in there by Dane here, or there it's by Dane here and contributions by Gary Douglas. Um, so you can find that in there. It's really, really fun to me that you know, maybe you can practice being sexy. So what is, so for for one thing, like figuring out, and this is going to be a tough figure out, right? It's probably going to take you three and a half seconds to get this. Um, what is sexy? What is sexy for you? What is sexy to you? Um, and what is your sexy? So maybe it'll take you more than three seconds, but I bet you, you know exactly what turns you off. So if we start there, if we start at, what turns you right off? And then if you don't practice that, then you might essentially be, by default, practicing being sexy. So if you are by default, you know, practicing, say, something, whether it's, uh, I'm just finding out if we're having an okay time on the radio here. Uh, just checking something. Okay, cool. Um, just, you know, what is not sexy? So for me, what's not sexy is push. When people are like super freaking pushy, whether it's energetic or physically like, so by physically, I mean like they're actually in your space and going, come on, come on, why don't you? Like that just drives me mad. Um, and push energetically is like when there's this like, uh, instead of being the invitation where they're kind of like, hey, check me out, I'm awesome. They're like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And it's like all this, it's like being bombarded. So how is it that you can practice being sexy is that you actually start to allow yourself, for me, what I, my point of view is, is you actually start to allow yourself to receive from everybody. And that actually starts to make you even more and more and more and more sexy. So um, it's like no point of view for me, one of the sexiest things going next to brains and, you know, brain people who are super intelligent and who have no point of view are really sexy to me. So I'm going to take you guys off on that note as we head to break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about what is sexy to me? What isn't sexy to me? And these are all my points of view. So what do you guys know? And I will ask you some questions so you guys can explore that. So when we go to break, as we go now, just ask yourself, what is sexy to me and for me? And we're going to head to break now and come back on The Pleasure Zone. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? 
taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone Radio Show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? Or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S., Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and tonight our topic is, Do You Practice Being Sexy?, or were you just born that way? <laughs> so I think, you know, some people have this natural charisma and they are born that way. I actually had a really fun conversation this week from uh, somebody who is actually a talent agent who called me. Um, and, and if you guys are listening, thank you, Big Bold Media. You guys are great. Um, and they said, hey, we really like you. You have sort of charisma. I'm like, hey, how's it getting any better than that? Um, so how fun is that? And uh, it actually kind of like made me go, wow, do I? That's interesting. And um, so maybe I do. Maybe I don't. What if we all actually on some level do have charisma and it's something that you can ramp up if you choose it? Um, so it's kind of cool, right? So I really wondered. So before the show, you know, I usually do research. And, and you know, the weirdest things come up when you Google um, sexy practice. Practice sexy. Yeah, weird stuff shows up. Go ahead, Google it. Have fun with that. One of the things that did come up was like sexy dance practice. I think it was written by somebody whose seventh language is English. And it was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't go too far on that site because it was like, huh? And then there was another site that was like this woman was going to give tips on how to be sexy. But it was essentially like, she wakes up in the morning and then she puts her feet on the ground and says, I am sexy. I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. But really, if we're going to practice being sexy for fun, just for fun, because, you know, I've trained people in martial arts, damn it. 
I can train you guys in sexy. Okay, so we're going to have a program. This, this is the program, guys. Number one, find out what is sexy for you. Because if you don't know what's sexy for you, you certainly can't stink and be it, can you? No. So find out what is sexy for you. So when you're in a room and you see somebody and you're like, wow, sexy. Okay, what is it about them that makes them sexy? Is it the energy they be? Is it the way they move? Is it the way they smell? Is it just who they be? Like, what is it about them? And then you can start to get the energy of what that is. So, okay, so if it is their energy, okay, okay, cool. So that energy, you know, what is that energy? Is there a freedom with them? Do they have ease in their life? Uh, you know, is do you have an awareness that they have great money flows? Is that sexy to you? What is it? So really start to explore what it what it is about somebody that you find sexy. And thank you um, to one of the, I know for sure there's somebody in the chat room. Uh, I can hear your brain and I'm saying thank you. Thank you, Jonathan, because I know you're thinking that I am that one that you think is sexy. So just so kidding. But I had to bring Jonathan's name up just for fun. And thank you for listening, <laughs> being in the chat room. And for all you other listeners in the chat room, I won't pick on you right now. Um, so the the thing is, is like, if you find somebody attractive, then please, please, like, acknowledge what it is about them that you find attractive. So if you find their sense of humor attractive, uh, if you find, you know, their look attractive, if you find their humor attractive, you know, chances are you already are that. Chances are. And what if you actually started to ramp it up? So what if you went and you're like, wow, that person's really quirky and wild. I find that really sexy. And what if you actually have that quirky, wild side to you and all you really require to do is step into it? Like I have found some, like I, I think growing up, I had a thing for Jim Henson and John Travolta. Um, it's kind of an odd range of men. Um, and and I was actually really, really not willing to acknowledge that I found women attractive. Um, like I didn't want I didn't want to and I actually wasn't it wasn't about being gay because I was looking for a gay friend. I just didn't know maybe that gay friend was me. Not that I'm gay or straight, I just don't have a point of view. But uh, it was kind of funny because there was something so like I needed to rebel against something in order to choose it or not choose it or something. So I I didn't really have a definition of what a sexy woman was to me. Um, I didn't really surround myself with them. And the one woman in my life at that time, I was like, when I was really starting to look at that, I was maybe 17. And what I did find very attractive was very boyish. Um, she had like boyish hair. She kind of was boyish in her style. She dressed kind of boyish. She was very much like a little boy. And not a little boy. She was like a teenage boy, but I found her uh, like attractive because she was like kind of boyish to me and playful. And she was a body worker and I just thought she was marvelous um, to boot. You know, uh, here's a sideline story that everybody would like to hear. Yes, at that age, actually, this woman who was in her early 30s asked me to go skinny dipping. How did I get so lucky? And it actually was this like very uncomfortable moment for me in my life because I was so excited about it that I started like running around this 
campground that we were at. It was like a spiritual place. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going skinny dipping with Sharon to find out that my mother was totally dismayed by this. And I was like, I'm going swimming with you. I was like, oh, God damn it. I think I just ruined my chance at a lesbian experience. Oh, interesting that I created that. So <laughs> it was really weird. That was a sideline. But that was actually partly what started to have me start to look at, like, what is it, you know, what is it about women that I thought was attractive? And so she had what I would call a goddess body. You know, she was like, uh, I've, to me, women who have like more meat on their, I would say more meat on their bones, like, you know, sturdy women from the good stock who can bear children, I find that attractive. I find women who have like large goddess body breasts and asses attractive, way more attractive than I would say skinny women are. But that's only my point of view. So it's not a point of view that's like a widespread point of view. And that's why I'm asking you to ask, what is sexy for you? So as I started to see that in other women, and my body was tiny, you know, fat-chested, had a big ass, because I've always had a big ass, but um, but awkward. Like, I was very awkward in my body. And the funny thing is, is, like, I've actually been um, softening up, we'll say. My body's become softer and more uh, feminine, is what I would say. And the more I actually gain weight, the happier my body is. Yet I've been judging it as looking pregnant. And when I stopped the pregnant thing and I looked at it and I was kind of like, oh, is this actually the goddess body I've been trying to create for so long? And there's something there. So there's some aspect of it that's that's true. Um, some aspect, not so much. But there's something there that, that I, I am aware that I'm actually creating. And that... Um, being aware of what that sexy is. And so part of that is also being comfortable. Um, so no, comfortable is not the word because comfortable is where you become lame. So when you start to actually enjoy the body that you've created, that you've chosen, when you actually start to enjoy it, you could be in a wheelchair, you could be, you know, missing limbs, you could have a goiter. It doesn't matter if you're enjoying the body you created. People don't even notice that stuff. Uh, anybody, un unless you're a totally judgmental person and you know you are totally self-loathing and all you do is judge all the time, then yes, you will notice that. But anybody who is actually like their target is consciousness and to get rid of points of view, they will not even notice the goiter. They won't notice the whatever's going on like they're not going to see any of that because they're seeing you the being the joy and the enjoyment of your embodiment and that's what's going to turn them on so you know if you're not hanging around those people maybe it's time to find some of those people and if you've never met any of those people i know lots of them on facebook find some of my friends on facebook they're pretty darn cool people uh in real life too they're cool not just on facebook they're cool they're actually cool in real life so once you kind of get what's sexy for you, you can actually start to ask your body um, to create that, to be that. If you don't actually see that that's how your body is being, you can actually ask for that. And if your body doesn't change, ask your body, body, do you like what you are? Do you actually like what you're creating you as? Like, do you like this body? Because um, you know what? Sometimes our bodies actually are getting exactly what they desire whether it's work-wise, lover-wise, relationship, 
could actually be getting exactly what they desire in the shape that they are. So please don't judge it. Just start to look at what is sexy for you. So when you, you know, whether it is the humor. So if you find that, you know, it is a sense of humor thing, and I find senses of humor like topmost, you know, brain sense of humor, energy, con like people who are aware, that's sexy. Like there are some sexy, sexy components there. And you throw them all together, it's like, wow. Um, I actually don't even know half the time what people look like. I don't see them for their bodies. I, as much as I love playing with bodies, I don't see people for their bodies. If that makes any sense to you guys, welcome to my world and congratulations. You have entered crazy zone with me. So yes, I work with bodies and I love bodies. And it's, I love bodies. I love the energy of bodies and I love the physicality of bodies. It has nothing to do with the judgment of uh, perfectionism or perfectionist bodies or bodybuilding. Like none of that plays in whatsoever. It has to do with um, bodies, movement, and, and the more bodies have ease in them, the more I find them sex. So when a body has um, ease of movement, like ballet, and people are moving with grace, and or swimmers, I love watching Olympic swimming. Like men's Olympic swimming to me is sort of like pornography. It is incredibly sexy to me. People who have like beauty in movement, um, and they don't have to be top-notch athletes. It's when you can watch them move with total ease. Quick 28-second story before I go to next break is when I actually met my lover husband. He was um, doing construction in my house. How lucky am I? And he erected a wall in like five minutes. And his ease of the erection was so amazing that I was like, wow that's so hot his level of skill was awesome his like you know ease of creation was awesome that that had me hook line and sinker and like to this day we joke about the erected wall because that's what hooked me so i love that and so when we come back from break i'd also like to look at what really is not sexy for you because you need to know these things so that you don't keep falling into the relationship that you want to run away from because you're like, eh, that turned me off. But if you're aware of what turns you off, then you're not going to pick the person that turns you off. So let's head to break now on the pleasure zone. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what does not turn you on. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? 
thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight our topic is, do you practice being sexy or were you just born that way? Uh, that was something I just added to the title later on, but we didn't add it to the title because I never sent it to the producers. It's just something I added. So before we went to break, I was suggesting as a possibility that you might look at um, what is it that turns you off? Because once you're really clear on what turns you off, uh, then you can see it coming. Uh, or maybe you don't want to see it coming. You know what I'm saying. Uh, you might be more aware of it showing up in your life. That's how I'll put it. So what you might like to do is go, okay, what really turns me off? Um, I think it's like, there's something about the turn off that, you know, so for me, what turns me off is when um, I have to think about this for a second because a lot of things turn me on. So what does turn me off? Oh, things that smell really bad turn me off. And so for me, the stuff that smells bad is like um, compost, shit, um, bad breasts. Um, there's a, there's like a handful of things that are like, wow, can't do it. Um, so yeah, those, those are like a real, like, that's not sexy. So it's, it's for me, it's a, it's a smell thing. And I know that if I'm feeling any, if I'm feeling like, oh my God, I ate garlic last night and I stink like garlic. Uh, that will turn me off. Like I'll be turning myself off being like, oh my God, I stink. This isn't cool. And I don't like smelling. And I don't like not being sexy. It's not fun. And the funny thing is, is like, I know that I contract my energy when I do that. And it's ironic. I'll even do it on like Skype, even though people can't smell me. I'm like, I ate garlic last night and I smell like garlic. And they're like, yeah, we're on Skype. You can't smell me. I'm like, right. Just want you to know I'm acting a little weird because I smell like garlic. So actually, my lover husband got out of bed one night. It's the only time he's done this in our entire relationship. Uh, about a year or two ago, I had gone to my dad's. It was like springtime garlic, and my dad wanted me to use up like 30 cloves of garlic 
because he was going away for the weekend and thought they would rot not. I don't know what I cooked out of them, but it was like Chinese food made of garlic, essentially, with rice, I think. It was like, what the hell? And the stink that was coming off of me, our room stunk. You could walk in the house. You could stink me from like from the front door. That was really, really gross. So some of the turnoffs that we're getting in the chat room are negativity, dark clouds. I, I hear you. Dark cloud attitudes are a real turnoff. Critical, sarcastic, Linda, but I'm sarcastic and you love me. Judgmental, addictions. Yeah, addictions are a pretty good turnoff, like alcohol, smokes. So that's really neat. Thank you for mentioning that because th those things are not so prominent in my universe anymore that I don't um, I don't even notice them. Um, I'm aware that they exist, but they're not something that I'm choosing. So I'm not like around drug addicts or alcoholics anymore like I used to be. Um, or I'm not even really around people who smoke cigarettes anymore. So, And people who aren't open to new possibilities, right? So most of my friends are open to new possibilities. So it's exactly pretty much the opposite of everything I'm choosing as a turnoff. Um, so thank you, Linda, for I'm such a turn-on. <laughs> so I... I think it's kind of fun. Um, and, and it must be my alien DNA, as the chat room is saying. I think that's true. Um, <laughs> so there's a comment in the chat room that conscious women are a big turnoff. That's okay. That's okay, chat room. Because you know what? We're know-it-alls. And that can be a turn-off. So try not to be a know-it-all at the time. What if you actually could be... Um, you know, willing to listen to other people's ideas, willing to contribute and not run, um, not be a total control freak or not use your spirituality or your conscious lifestyle um, as a uh, as a weapon against people to, to try and push them away. That's a turn off to like, oh, my God, I'm so much more conscious than you are. You don't know anything. That's a total turnoff because you know what? That's actually not being conscious. That's just being arrogant. And when you're being arrogant and aware of it, it can be really funny. And when you're like on a loop of arrogance where you're not even aware of it, that can be a total turnoff. So, yeah, don't don't conscious all over people. It's it's even sometimes more gross than like, you know, pooping on their shoe. It's just not cool. You just don't do that stuff. So, I watched Lady in the Van a couple of weeks ago, and and she was pooping and everything. So I've had this image of pooping stuff for like the last little while, and that's where these pooping ideas come up. So we've kind of discussed turnoffs, and I'm sure you guys can come up with a million more turnoffs. You know, um, people. Who, I'm sure that you know uh, people who are not choosing to look after their money can also be a turnoff. People who actually, essentially people who are not present in their life and not choosing to um, care about themselves first is a pretty big turnoff. Um, that's, that's, you know, and there's so much more. So one of the things I'd also like to look at is like when you are aware of what's sexy for you, it's kind of like a tap that you can turn on every once in a while. So uh, you can kind of turn off the tap of not sexy, like wherever you are being any of those things that don't turn you on. You can actually be like, 
there's an just imagine you have like a tap and you can you know close that tap of not sexy and turn on that tap of sexy so essentially like you can turn on that tap of sexy till it's completely flowing it's just like crank it up crank it up crank it up like you know you got the sprinkler system going on in your front yard and you can like dance in the water of consciousness it's like coming out of that sprinkler system and that water of sexiness so like if you can just get the energy of what it'd be like to be having fun frolicking in this like sprinkler system of sexy that you're actually getting saturated in it it's like flowing over you it is that it is actually that so it is this energy you can bathe yourself in just as like taking on your clothes and taking off your clothes, putting on your clothes, even just putting them on itself can be a very sensual experience in that you can do it in a way that actually turns your body on. Or you can do it by rote just to get it done. So, you know, how much fun could you have playing with how long can it take you to get dressed in the morning? So let's say you wake up 20 minutes earlier than you usually do. And how much fun could you have just walking around your home, uh, you know, if you're comfortable walking around naked for as long as you possibly can, enjoying your naked body, then how much fun would it be to, if you wear underwear, to put it on? If you don't wear underwear, kudos to you. Hey, commandos, wicked. Um, so if you are choosing to wear underwear, how much fun would it be to just have a really sensual experience pulling your underwear on? Um, you know, slowly enjoying the way the fabric touches your leg, moves up your leg, the way, you know, you can sense the different kinds of fabric. Maybe you've got underwear that's got like silk and it's got lace and maybe guys, maybe you've got some underwear on too. Maybe you've got like comfy Calvin Klein's on, like whatever's working for you. And you're pulling them up and you just like really allow your body to sense like and, and receive from the fabric, like from your toes all the way up and just receive everything of that. Um, and then put on your next piece of clothing and just really enjoying the fabric and receiving and allowing your body to receive energetically from the fabric. Because we can actually receive from everything. If you are choosing to wear this for, you know, half an hour or even the whole day, how much more fun would it be if your body was receiving like sensualness and sexualness and joy and ease from the clothing you're wearing. I know I had this like pair of jeans that I, about 15 years ago, and I wore them to a movie theater and they were so uncomfortable, but they looked really crazy and cool. And I just was having one of those days where I wanted to dress crazy cool and put on these jeans that were, I think, uh, meant for somebody who never had bum cheeks or something. Um, because they were technically the correct size for me, but they just, they were squeezing my bum cheeks together so hard, it was pissing me off that actually the pants made me angry. So in the middle of the movie theater, I literally just had to take my pants off because for me, clothes can actually like bring this total joy to my body that can, you know, allow me to receive more from everything and myself and enjoy my body. And that kind of sprinkles out. And people are like, wow, look at you. And I'm like, yeah, my body's having fun today. Um, or you can wear those pants that make you crabby. Um, and I'll often say, like, you're crabby pants. Because for me, if I'm not wearing clothes that are comfortable and are, like, sensual, fun, and yummy, I am mad. Pretty mad. It's that simple. 
I know. It's kind of almost too simple, isn't it? So how much fun could you also have going through your closets and seeing which clothes your body is really turned on by? So, um, And how much fun it is to put them on really slowly. You know, you might find that some of your clothes are like, yeah, I don't even like putting this one on slowly because there's nothing sensual about it. You might choose to keep it for something, I don't know, but you might not be wearing it as much as you thought you would. So allowing your body to receive, you know, you have the sensory organ, so allow your body to receive from the clothes you wear from the movement that you do and choose. So you could be walking in a way that you might find that your body um, is turned on, and you might also walk in a way that your body's just crabby and mad at you for, like, not enjoying it. So... And in the in the chat room, uh, we've got somebody saying their body loves robes. Me too. Silky robes. I could just wear robes too. It's very lovely. I like the feeling of like the way that the opening of robes or robes as dresses. Ah, oh, it's all lovely. Uh, silky robes. Good times. Probably a geisha in some other lifetime. For sure, I was. So that's a side note. Um, so. Oh, we're actually ready for break. So I'm going to take us to break now. And when we come back, I have a few other tips, pointers that I'd like to look at for your daily practice of sexy when we come back. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? Or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. 
Now, back to the program. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and tonight our topic is, do you practice being sexy or were you just born that way? So tonight I've given you some tips and tools on, you know, what I would add to my life so that I can choose a practice that is creating more sexiness in my life. And what do I mean by sexiness? Is more that I mean that you exude this sexual sensualness that people find attractive. So every single one of us is attractive. It's not that, um, you know, you have a physicality that's more attractive than somebody else or something like that. That's that's a, a lie, for one. And it's taken me a long time to find out that lie because for a long time I did a lot of comparing myself to other people going, she's more beautiful than me. That makes me not beautiful. Um, and it's taken me, you know, 41, oh, 4 trillion in 41 years to figure that out. Yeah, something like that. So I know that... For me, part of it is to actually look at me, the being. So how do you look at you, the being? So for me, it's like expanding out to the farthest reaches of the universe, just like that, just because you can, and to get the energy of who I truly be. And who I truly be is a lot of different things. Who I truly be is fun, playful, insane, quirky, um, you know, sometimes a little... uh, crabby, could be a little control freak. Like I've got all these qualities about me. Um, And to deny any of them would be cutting off part of me, which would be essentially cutting off one of the ingredients of my sexiness. So it's all of these like ingredients of my who I be that actually is what equals sexy to me. So all the ingredients of you are what make you sexy too. So it's not about eliminating things from you. It's not about going, that's a terrible trait of mine. No, because that might actually be a trait that's totally working for you. You might be an amazing manipulator and that works for you. That's not a negative trait. It's a trait that's working for you. So acknowledge those things. Acknowledge the traits that work for you, especially the ones that you've had people judge you over. You know, they're usually the ones that make people very uncomfortable and that you just might be really sexually intimidating at the time, which is a whole other topic. And we've talked about that on um, the Pleasure Zone before. So you can look for that in an archive somewhere. I don't know what it is off uh, hand. So I, when I was looking at this as a daily practice, so a lot of people do things as a daily practice. They maybe meditate. They maybe read certain things. They might do energy clearings. They might do all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory five million times. They might do... You know, there's so many things that people do as a daily practice, running, biking, swimming. Um, What if the sexy aspect is something that you add to your daily practice? Just like when you wake up in the morning, you go brush your teeth, you know, there you go. What if, you know, putting on the sexy in the morning, whether it's taking that time to get your turned on before you get up and go to work or get up and work at home or whatever you're choosing, um, and, you know, what if it's partly that and then, you know, adding to that? So what can we add to that daily practice? So is, are certain things that with movement, do they turn you on? Add them to your daily practice of sexy. What else can you add to your daily practice of sexy? Maybe there are certain foods that your body loves the texture of. Um, I was having some like super decadent ice cream the other day and 
I only, I normally would eat like, you know, two scoops of ice cream, but this ice cream was so decadent and amazing that I had like three tablespoons of it and I just like super enjoyed it. It was like, it was like as almost as fun as giving a blowjob, but you know, there's bonuses to blowjobs. So, um, this is enjoyable, almost good as a blowjob. So if that's the kind of ice cream I'm talking about. So you can have those experiences where your body is turned on by the food. You're walking, talking sexy. Um, I was asking some other people their ideas of it too. And they were saying confidence is like a huge thing. And feeling that you, it's not just a feeling, it's a knowing. Like walking around with the knowing that you actually are not only a contribution to the planet, but you actually turn the planet on. Did you know that about you? Like, did you actually know that you turn the planet on? If you walk by plants, did you notice that they actually might smile and tingle and twinkle and be really joyful that you are contributing energy to them? If you're contributing energy to them, if you're aware of it, chances are you are contributing energy. It's just a matter of being aware of it. So, you know, acknowledging everywhere that you are contributing to the earth being more joyful, more sparkly, um, even where you're contributing to wildfires, you know, cool, you're being a contribution to the planet. It's not to judge in what way you're choosing to do that. You're actually contributing. So I, well, there was a lot of judgment on that, and that's maybe for another day. But... um I'd really like you guys to just start to play with everything that you can be on a daily basis, you know, whether it's how you brush your teeth, how you eat your breakfast. I don't really care what you're doing or choosing, but allow it to turn you on is what I'd like you to do. Allow all of it to turn you on so that when you walk into a room, you are like the first person everybody notices because you are that freaking awesome and every single one of you are and what if we all ended up in the same room at the same time and we're like whoa it'd be like this glowing room that's like wow so guys i have like 15 seconds left to say thank you so much for listening i'm so grateful for all of you uh listening to my rants on sexiness on bodies on the pleasure zone i'm so grateful for all of you i have no idea what next week's topic is but i'm sure it's going to be fun thank you so much for listening have a great night Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.